I'm Shannon. I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor, the podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. We also have Facebook and Instagram pages under Dirt Sailor Podcast. So I don't have a headset, so I've got you on speaker. Well, I am currently sitting outside in Tennessee, so you may hear frogs. Is that the fire? And yeah, animals. is that the fireflies I hear? It's not the fireflies, but I think it's frogs. Oh, oh, but there are yeah. fireflies. Now I can hear them. It's the sounds of nature. Yeah, that's cool. Have you guys been house shopping yet? Um, we're supposed to go and look on Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, well, that's it, next week. Yeah, we've had a couple houses that we've like noted, and so if they're still available past this weekend, we will go look at them. Awesome. What'd you guys have for dinner? We had cauliflower mac and cheese. Oh, did Devin cook? Devin cooked. <laughs> yes, Devin cooked. So it was cauliflower mac and cheese, and we had both of our nieces and their children and families here. So it was great. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Cool, so, cool. So far, a good throat punch Thursday. Happy throat punch Thursday. How are you doing on this throat punch Thursday? Happy throat punch Thursday. I'm doing awesome. The Glad rest of the world, it. the rest of the world's not, but we are. Yeah, the rest of the world is going down in flames. It would appear. Uh, going to you know what in a handbasket. It's going very quickly into a handbasket and lots of flames and all of that. So it is pretty crazy right now yes it is yeah we've been we spent several weeks driving slowly making our way over to tennessee we spent a few days in the great smoky mountains and that was wonderful pretty much no cellular service is that where dolly world's at yes it is we did we personally did not go to dolly world I kid you not that there is so much to do. It is extraordinarily commercialized, which I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, like every so many feet, there's driving go-karts and some um, like a show to be had, whether it's a pirate show or some other wow. show, a dinner show, a lunch show, lots of like there it's, very commercialized and i don't mean that in a negative way i just mean there was a lot more here than i thought so we ended up like doing go-kart races the girls were so happy that they could personally drive go-karts for their age group so they were excited and then we did a nice little condo in the smokies so we had no cell service the only thing we ended up having was wi-fi and that was spotty um so we spent many a few days and it was just great to relax and go do a little bit of hiking we hiked into north carolina yeah so your auntie and uncle are enjoying your guys's company too the girls company yeah we very much enjoyed their company i certainly hope they've enjoyed ours so far um but yeah, it's been it's been really good. So we're now back in this a uh, little bit of a small city and just or town, I guess, 
and enjoying the sounds of nature. If you can yeah, hear sounds, them on this, that's uh, pretty recording. cool. Actually, it's better than listening to the the airplanes fly over. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you like to talk about today? So, what's interesting is we have Ghislaine Maxwell. She Ooh. was just sentenced to 20 years in prison for her role in being uh, Epstein's, um, I don't want to call her a go-between because she participated. She was just as bad. Uh, but yeah, so she was Jeffrey Epstein's personal facilitator and she got put on suicide watch, but ultimately she lived long enough to be sentenced to at least 20 years in prison. Yeah, so now now the powers to be can make sure that she fulfills her wish. What, either to die by suicide? Do you think she'll ever give up the little black book or that will ever become? I, I think that book, that book is already in the hands of other people. I'm sure at some point in time she's going to release it. Well, it would be quite interesting if she did, because we see from um, Biden, Hunter Biden, that is, his laptop and what's been released. People don't seem to have near the interest in the truth of crimes as I thought that they would have. And so you have the crimes of Jeffrey Epstein and the crimes of Ghislaine Maxwell and all of the the facilitation of child pornography and all of the young girls that he abused and she abused and it just seems like it's falling by the wayside yes absolutely yeah that was actually number one on my list today was her sentencing and her potential suicide or suicide watch from a few days back well i'm surprised that she didn't end up committing suicide maybe she will shortly but um, I'm surprised that she has lived to the point of her sentencing. Yeah, either that or she's let them know that she's burned multiple copies of this thing and they're in the right hands. And if the, the Clintonistas mess with her, then she will have at least one of them released or all. Yeah, oh, you know what? That's a good point because she could end up having Clinton... I don't think Hillary Clinton has any proclivities. I think it's all Bill. But any proclivities released and any uh, histories released right there. Right, right. So I, I, she's made it this far, so I guess she will continue. Do you think you, you will see that she gets some sort of a commutation from Biden or early release? No, no. Not, not unless some of the people that are on that list are talking to him behind the scenes for it. I, I would be still be surprised if he even makes it his entire term, to be honest with you. Well, so far, I mean, his son, apparently Hunter Biden. So this doesn't mean that, that Joe Biden knew anything about it. But there is now a new release that um, Hunter Biden was making a negotiation of finances and how much money to spend with a Russian individual for services. And while he's making the negotiations in between the start of the negotiations and the finalization, 
he asks his dad for money and his dad actually wires him money and then he finishes the negotiation with said Russian individual. So it has just recently been released that, in fact, Joe Biden helped to pay for Hunter Biden's um, escorts. Yeah, not only that, there was an audio released from the infamous laptop uh, conversation between the two where he was, he being Joe Biden, was telling his son he believes that uh, he will be in the clear and nothing will happen to him. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear yeah. about that. Yeah, that was released, yes, uh, within the last few days. Wow. No, yeah. I didn't hear about that. That's because you're in the Smoky Mountains with no internet. Apparently, I haven't been reading enough is what it is. I had heard about the the release that he had negotiated prices and then asked his dad for money and then settled on prices and but I did not realize the extent of exactly his well I mean his dealings have always been extensive but yeah well it's they they live under a whole different set of rules so unless somebody's willing to actually go in there and and break this whole system down and do a reset and I mean reset by voting all these people completely out of office and starting with fresh blood this is not going to change right well this, yeah this incestuous stuff between all these players which there's about eight or ten of them uh, it's not going to stop no it doesn't seem like it is going to stop and uh with everything going on with Hunter Biden I mean he he can have escorts he can work with the Russians, so even if you think that it was just some random individual who had nothing to do with the Russian oligarchy, I'm sorry, but, you know, truth doesn't will out on your side. These individuals who are, uh, he was sending money through an app service to a specific Russian email address you can't tell me that it didn't go to the top. Oh, it there did. Russia. And I, I guarantee you guys like that Julian Assange, Assange, however you say his name, his his cronies probably have all that stuff saved too. That's, right, and all of that has been really safeguarded because that's not coming out. Right, right. But one crime begets another crime begets another crime. And crime is so high in the U.S. right now that there's actually an Atlanta suburb that's pushing to secede from the city of Atlanta due to the surging crime. Is it the same city that had a one of the two sisters killed over a Subway sandwich? Is um, that the same I'm, suburb? suburb? I'm not sure if those two are in the same suburb or not. In uh -huh. Atlanta is a subway worker was killed and a second one was injured because apparently the subway worker put too much mayo uh, on I a did I did see that. I didn't read the article, but I did see yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was out of Atlanta and one subway worker was killed and it turned out the second subway worker was her sister. And so there was some sort of a altercation, a verbal, it started as a verbal altercation. 
um, over too much mayo, and this individual opened fire. Uh, well, if it's, Buckhead, if it's Buckhead City, then that's the same city. Yeah, it's, I'm not. I don't. I don't know the city because it just says a suburb of Atlanta, and it said that the second sister who survived, it was a 26-year-old woman who was killed and a 24-year-old woman who survived. They were both shot. And a five-year-old son of the 24-year-old woman happened to be present while this altercation slash shooting took place. So, I mean, it, there is a lot going on. Right. Well, it's amazing that you have a suburb in Atlanta where the rate is up 80 percent, burglaries are up 20 percent, and robberies are up 8 percent. You come over to the left coast or our coast and you have North Hollywood who voted to cut Los Angeles County Sheriff funding amid a massive crime wave in Los Angeles. Right. Well, if you listen to the city of Los Angeles, no, it's um, Gascon. Gascon? Yes. Yeah. Gascon, who tries to play it off as if nothing is going on here, nothing to see here, everything is fine. And you have crime after crime after crime. And it's just like, okay, so you can say that we are, I know we've talked about this before on this show, on this podcast, but you can say that you want things handled differently and that there's a better way to handle it. But like covering up your eyeballs and pretending it doesn't happen and just sending the people committing crimes right back out into the street cannot be the answer that we are seeking. And I don't understand how that seems to be the claimed solution. Well, crime's up 137% in Los Angeles. And the Los Angeles DA, Gascon, is blaming the increasing crime on bad policies that over-criminalize communities. Well, okay, so let's just go with what he says, that it's the bad policies that over-criminalize communities, but he's someone who has decided not to prosecute on those bad policies. So he's just basically claiming that it's not as crimey as you think it is, because the things that you call crimes are not really crimes. So isn't this the way a representative republic works in elections? We elect officials to create laws by that which pretty we, much we believe in that we right, think that we are believe the in, answer. We follow, and then we elect other officials, namely district attorneys, to make sure that they comply with the councilmen and the mayors and the state houses that implement these laws, that they carry out those laws and they enforce them. So that would be the overarching idea, excuse me, the overarching idea, except that in California, if you want to look at our state laws, they have been run for multiple years now by very left-leaning individuals. So they have had pretty much carte blanche. They they can do whatever they want. They don't need any support of any Republican or right-leaning individual because they have enough 
left-leaning individuals that they can do with the laws what they want. So you can't tell me that in the last four years, at a minimum, of doing what they want, and it's really been longer than that, that they can't, uh, basically they don't want to claim ownership of what they've done because they've owned what, or sorry, they have not owned, they have been in control of what's been going on for at least the last four years. So they are not owning what they've done for the last four years. Well, no, that's because they're typical people that go to college and they do things based on theory, yes. and not on reality. And then when they implement their theory, they're hidden behind concrete walls, gated communities with armed guards. So it's the people underneath them that bear the brunt of their little right. schemes. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've never had to actually live in the communities. And it's usually, sorry to say, I'm, I mean, sorry, not sorry. It's usually Caucasian individuals who are holier than thou, who have never lived the lifestyle that they claim to be protecting or somehow helping it is individuals who just come up and say, oh, we have criminalized everything. Therefore, we will just decriminalize everything and that will fix the problem. Well, it doesn't fix bad people. It doesn't no. care what you call it. You can call, you know, Diet Coke root beer and it's still Diet Coke. Right. Is, and that somehow matter. they think that they're 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 the white savior sorry to put it that way but they seem well, to be well there's uh, a lot of truth there's a lot of truth to that so is there inflation are fuel prices still up um well out here the fuel prices are smaller or lesser or cheaper they are still not cheap but they are cheaper than what we saw out in California. <laughs> I will say that. Well, it's, it's but, still ascending. It's not going down. No, but looking at the prices, like, I guess I kind of thought I'd saw, I would see cheaper or even cheaper prices. The reality is we are not seeing as cheap of prices as I thought we would see. Well, I, w I almost said our governor, but I'm not from Texas. <laughs> the governor of Texas has given Mr. Uh, Biden a warning. And the warning is, please keep your EPA in check right now. We don't need to cause fuel prices to go up even higher. There is a basin that's part of Texas and New Mexico that the EPA is wanting to implement another section of the clean air act didn't okay so not surprised that they would want to do that but something with the obama administration i just read the obama administration the epa a lot of their rules and regulations there is a case in front of the supreme court now we're still waiting on the final uh decision but it's the state of west virginia versus basically the former Obama administration, but that is waiting to come out to see if some of what they did 
would be allowed to stand. Right. And with whatever's going, I, I'm not personally familiar with what's going on in New Mexico or slash. Well, we're, uh, we're all for clean air and clean water, you know, because even oil companies realize that if they dirty up the environment, then people are going to die and there's going to be nobody to buy their fuel. Right. So they want, they want buyers. It's the same thing with people up in the forest saying that, uh, timber companies never replanted, which is hogwash. They, they overplanted actually because for every one tree they would cut down, they would plant eight to ten. So anyway, that's sidebar thing. So this basin, just a little tidbit of info, provides 40% of the oil for the U.S. That's Something five, I didn't know. Yes, that's 5.2 million barrels a day or 95 million gallons of gas a day, refined gas. Okay. So if they implement these EPA rules right now, you could see another increase of up to a buck a gallon on fuel. Oh, if it goes through? Yes, if they start implementing these clean air policies right at this time. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because... According to Biden and the administration, we're just supposed to feel this hurt and then hurt until we're all yeah, the way through it. It's a transitional thing. Right, as they, they noted. And so one thing I kind of realized from some of my more left-leaning friends is that... They're wrong. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm going to need my left-leaning friends and everybody else's left-leaning friends to quit using any energy that is not renewable from now until forever. They need to take one for the team. They need to take it for the team like right now. Absolutely. It's what we've been saying on this podcast forever. You know, they need to practice what they preach, just like the the climate czar. What's his name? John Kerry? John Kerry, yep. Flying around in, I think, a G10 jet. burning. Yeah, whatever it is, he likes to fly around and he likes to use more energy than most people will. uh, Well, I think the vast majority of U.S. people will in their lifetime. But, I mean, that's a sidebar issue. Yeah, John Kerry and the like, they need to quit using fuel yeah, that is you, not renewable yeah they need to go pure solar or pure wind or hydro anything but fossil yes and how many of them tout to us how we need to quit using fossil fuel while using fossil fuel i just don't get that whole mindset that whole action because if someone is truly for not using fossil fuel. They will not use fossil fuel. And what was her name? Gretchen? No, Greta. Greta Thunberg? I think it was Greta Thunberg. She was the young kid who was... Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, how dare you ruin my world sort of mindset. Okay, so... To her credit, I believe she actually sailed on a sailboat to get to where she was going. Sailing La Vagabond, she sailed with them. 
Right. So if she was doing her part, at least she was doing her part. Right. So for right. all of the, I disagree with you on certain points, I will say I agree with you. If you're going to be someone who says, don't use fossil fuel, and you're not using fossil fuel, except that I think her boat was made out of oil, but that was the sidebar issue. <laughs> right. And you know what? She's a young, malleable skull full of mush, so she's too easily pushed one way or the other because I remember us talking once a, a story about this group and this guy that invented those boats to go out and actually remove plastic out of the ocean. And, and he, he did was, way more for the yeah, environment so they got than she no did. Men, they got no mention in any type of forum where they got an award or any type of honorable right. mention. Could you imagine, like, you are actually making the ocean a better place and you get no mention because you're not drumming people up to be angry and right. well see and she would have been better served if she would have went and helped them because that would have really shined a light a positive light on her and this group right that you're making the world an actual better place I don't want to talk very much from my part on this January 6th hearing because I think it's a, a ruse and it's unconstitutional and they're only telling one side of the story. Um, one quick little sidebar explosive thing was that one of a former aides testified that Trump uh, lunged at his Secret Service driver wanted to be taken to the march right away so he could go march with him. Uh, not just lunged, but apparently grabbed the wheel. Right. And then bingo, the Secret Service agent that was driving is willing to testify that Trump did not lunge at the steering wheel, that that story is simply not true. Right. Uh, okay. So I, I also heard that story. And from what I heard in that story um was that if Trump wanted to take the wheel and lunge at the wheel, he physically could not based on the way that um the car his location in the car was set up. So the fact that somebody said he was trying to take over the wheel and actually physically grab the wheel, that was the claim that he physically grabbed the wheel of the car. It would not have been possible. Additionally this individual said, someone told me that he said that he did that blah, 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 blah. Right. So it wasn't even that this person saw it happened. It was that they heard that someone said that they saw. And since when is they heard that someone said that this could have happened was a real thing. Since when is that testimony? Well, it is in these Democrats and a couple of Republicans that are on the committee's eyes. I'll tell you that. However, you know, this is just another wag the dog, uh, Russia collusion. You know, it's just more made up stuff. And unless you absolutely have it on video and you have it coming out of his mouth, it's second and third party information. It never happened. It, it just it simply did not happen. Well, in all of the actual January 6th when they were charging people with stuff and they wouldn't release the video evidence or they would release a six-second clip 
and they wouldn't show. It's like showing. So if I stabbed you and then I show the video of you responding to that stab where you're trying to lunge at me, like, is that the real evidence of what happened? And I, that's how I feel a lot of this stuff, not just with January 6th, but a lot of surrounding stuff, including with President Trump. Like, if I show a snippet, a snippet isn't the proof of what happened. So why are we only getting to see the snippets? Because they want to drive a narrative. They want to somehow make it so that the man cannot run in 2024. Right. And I will, like, I know I'm in the minority and I know I will have friends who disagree. I I don't want him to run no. in 2024. I want I him want... to put full weight behind DeSantis. I am behind DeSantis, and I am behind, um, I guess you can say, a younger operation, and not because Trump isn't young enough, but why are we always going behind the oldest person there is? Well, that's what I was just saying a few minutes ago about recycling this old crud. I like the man. He did some great things for the country, but everybody's day passes. Right. And whether whether you feel as an American citizen, a human being, a Democrat, Republican, whatever, doesn't matter what you are or how you feel. If you feel the election was corrupt the last go round, then in your mind it was. However, four years has going to have passed. He's going to be four years older. The world doesn't stop. Things change. So he can put his weight behind right. somebody like DeSantis yep. and his following and help that individual get elected. And I'm telling you, I I never thought I'd say this, but I would like to see a mixed run Yeah. with um, somebody like DeSantis. And for me, it's Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi like, Gabbard. I know she's Thank kind you. of gone into, I guess you could call it a quiet place. She's not as prominent, not as popular right now, but I really feel like someone with DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard, there needs to be a balance. I would love to see that balance. Well, and that's, you know, people always throw, and let me throw this disclaimer out the way I'm going to say this, is people always say when they talk about somebody of a different race, oh, that person can really articulate a position. Right away they think you're insinuating something, and I'm not, but she is probably the most, or the top four or five for me, articulate person, people, persons, however you yeah. say that, I've ever heard in my life. Right. She, she really she has a way back, with her words. Yeah, she doesn't back down from people. She's highly educated. She knows what she's going to say. She doesn't deviate from the plan. She doesn't let these people knock her off track. And she actually goes right to the subject subject and right to the source right she really and her her having a military subject background she knows her stuff and i know some people try to throw her off or try to say that she doesn't have what she has um but to me she really like she's really well educated worldly not just yeah. like she has a degree, but she's worldly educated. 
And she went into military. Why? Not because she was drafted or had to go. She went for love of country. Right. And she stayed there. She could have done yes. her few years and then she can get out and say, I did my my spot. I will say that slightly feels like um, Pete Buttigieg, who I know I personally put a little bit of weight behind and thought he would go somewhere different. But he seemed to do his his officer military service, did his little good deed, did his military time, and then he got out. So he wasn't enlisted. He didn't do that whole shebang. He, I think he even touted himself as a driver for other higher-up individuals. So he did his little thing. He got out, whereas she actually... And I don't want to say actually served because he served too, but she continued her service where she didn't have to. Yep. She is very cool. And then Buddha judge was on the line of what our former VP from years ago, I believe he was under um, Bill Clinton went to war in Vietnam, was on small boats I don't think he was there less than about 30 days or something like that. He wasn't there long. It wasn't was Al Gore. Long. Yeah, uh, no. What was it? Was, actually, it wasn't Al Gore. It was John Kerry. Thank actually you. Actually shot Kerry. himself in the foot. Right, that's <laughs> what it was. He, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, not Al Gore, John Kerry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, so. No, you on. look at. So you look at that. You look at all of what what has been going on and you see I just it's like I want more for our our military people that we don't get and so we have potentially if we have Tulsi Gabbard we have someone who offers more and we have Pete Buttigieg who says I like trains and I'm going to pretend to ride in on a bicycle where I'm not really doing green energy. It's like it all becomes fake. So what do we do after it becomes fake? I'm sorry, Pete Buttigieg has become fake. Very, very fake. And it's unfortunate that people like that rise to the top. Right. Yeah, because he is pretty high up right now. I mean, he is in line to the presidency. He is. Well, you look at 300 million plus people in America, and he's in that top, you know, one half of one half of one percent. Yep, he is. He is. So oh, so speaking Court? of what's yeah. what's Go in ahead. the top, are you excited that in the top of California? Is that we're going to get checks from the state of California because they have such an abundance of money that if you make under a certain amount of money, which is $75,000 if you're an individual or 150 if you're a couple, you'll get a check from the state of California come October, right before we're supposed to elect somebody for governor. For the election, how nice is that? Right, we get our checks or $1,050 if you have children and you're a couple. 
So we just found out that here in the state of California, we're going to get somewhere between $350 and $1,050 if you make between $75,000 and $150,000 and you have children. Isn't it just phenomenal that they'll give this excess money that they just happen to find laying around to your pocketbook? Well, it's nice of them. I appreciate that. I think they should do more for us. They should give us $450 instead of $350. Right? I mean, they could at least do a little bit more. They should give us millions. Considering two two tanks of fuel and it's gone. So it's been hot. Don't worry. Diesel fuel, they're going to start suspending the california state tax on that oh not only that see you haven't been you haven't been watching the news because you haven't had a signal so the uh council person down in socal southern california proposed or proposed not building any new gas stations to help with the cost of fuel oh yeah how will that help us you would have to ask what ask them what their thought process is as to why you would want to not build a gas station that that will help prices. Well, either. maybe they're taking a page from Biden's book because he said stop doing speculation, stop doing any sort of um, mining, stop doing fracking, stop doing looking i mean he just thought that if we just quit altogether with anything on federal property somehow we'd be better off i mean prices are going down everything will go down yeah we're just better off right now i totally feel it don't you feel it yes you know what i feel is hot temperatures so it's been in the hundreds here 105 106 107 Supposed to be 108 sometime this week or next week. Uh, so unfortunately in Georgia, a grandpa in the heat forgot his three-year-old grandson in the back of the car. Oh, gosh. Eight hours later, when one of the uncles borrowed the car to go to a local ice cream parlor to get ice cream for all the kids is when the grandpa called and said, hey, so-and-so is missing. Will you look in the car? And lo and behold, the little guy was in the back seat. Wow. He was no longer with us. And, you know, that happens here in the U.S. all too often. It, well, it does. And you do something different from your norm, and you don't think about those things. I know a lot of people want to say, how could you feel, forget about a kid? in your backseat, but if you have a habit over and over again, and then you do something different from your habit, you don't remember all of the components that were a part of that, you know, thing. And so if he did over and over again, and then did something different, he would not think about what was a part of his. Right, right. And that's not justifying, unfortunately, what happened. It's just simply stating a fact, yes, that you knock somebody off their game, so to speak, then they do something out of the ordinary, and then this is the end result. Yes. Well, right. There's So we found out as we were driving from California out here to Tennessee that we were actually following a heat wave. 
Like, not just any heat wave, a pretty significant heat wave. And so it turned into, okay, we're not just trying to make things work in the normal weather. We're actually trying to figure out what to do in a heat wave. And part of it turned out to be we were going to call it quits. We were going to stay inside. But in different areas, they were saying, we're going to cut off your power if you turn on your AC too high. In the United States, they threatened up to, seven. I think it was 75% of the entire United States was shutting off their power because they were going to use too much. So we got, we did get lucky that ours wasn't shut off, but up to 75% of the country during a heat wave got told, we're going to shut off your power. And that's kind of backwards when they say, tell you that because you're not turning your power your AC up, you're actually turning it down, right? Right. So just tell them, no, I I wasn't turning it up, so you can't turn my power off. I was actually turning it down. Right. So you're trying to turn it down. It's not down enough, so they're going to hit you anyway. So do you believe in science or evolution? Both. I think science is evolution. I think things evolve personally. And I think that's a part of science, but I think some people are unwilling to accept that our understanding is not always correct. Well, let's go two directions with this, okay? Okay. So a very, very interesting thing was dinosaurs. I used to think all of it was not true. Okay. But (laughs) guess what we just found? What did we just find? We just found a mummified woolly mammoth that's more than 30,000 years old. Okay, so I know that at one point we found a frozen woolly mammoth somewhere up north. I don't, I can't point, pinpoint where. Right. right. But well, they that- were like, let's take the woolly mammoth DNA intermix it with a an elephant and try to make another one that well, was interesting thing, too yeah, long ago but i recall that this one here um, authorities are hailing it as the most complete discovery ever of its kind wow yeah the calf is named noon was it found in china Nope, it was found in Canada by oh. miners in the Kola, uh, I'm going to mess this up. It's the Koladike, Koladike field, gold fields. Okay. Within the Trondikike Haichin traditional territory. Oh, so it's more um, north, like it's Indian. In the Yukon. Tra- yeah, it's Indian in the traditionals. Yeah, and I guess this part of the Yukon is world renowned for fossils they have found more fossils there than anywhere else in north america and more complete ones so they either liked it really really cold or it wasn't as cold there before right which kind of segues me into a supreme court decision here recently huh which one roe v wade 
Okay, that's a pretty significant decision. Yeah, it is, and it is dependent on who you listen to, which side of the aisle, which attorneys, which experts, um, that it was a good thing to send it back to the states because 50 years ago or 52 years ago, uh, it was based on a bad law or bad decision. And in 20 years ago, the rehashing of part of it, a lot Casey. of people. That yes, was the case. Yeah. yeah, they feel it was incorrect and that it should go back to the states and into the hands of the people. Yeah. So if you are all in for uh, a representative republic, then people that are on The View and other shows like that need to close their, their ears and their pie holes and they need to read. They need to learn the Constitution. They need to learn what it means to be a representative republic and have the state represent you through your elected officials that it sh that it should have been and remained a state's rights issue all along. So I think for the vast majority of people, state's rights issue and the understanding is just not there. It really isn't like people seeing it as a state's rights issue. They think that the essentially all 50 states should be exactly the same no matter what. Well, and I, I personally disagree. I know I've talked personally about states' rights issues. I can't recall if I've explicitly stated it on this podcast, but I do believe in states' rights and that this is, among others, a states' rights issue. So whether or not you agree with it or disagree with it, I've come to realize, me personally, that if I wholly disagree with it, I should not be living in California. Because California believes, at this point, to be um, fully, like, in the Roe side of Roe v. Wade. They believe in having abortions all the time, anytime, almost no matter what. Well, yes, and they've talked already. They're going to do a state constitutional amendment to make it a permanent thing. And I believe, I do believe they'll pass it because they have a governor and a legislature that is a super majority, so they will probably pass it. And, and you know what? I've this whole thing confuses me. I, I do not understand the the totality, the sum total of the parts and what this actually means with abortion. And I mean that by, okay, you know, six weeks, 12 weeks, 14. When is, when is it a human? When is it viable? You know, why would you take a, a baby all the way to term and then, terminate the baby right that, all that confuses me so it led me to do you know I me mean? i tell you guys all the time i'm just a simple guy okay i'm a simpleton and the question from all these people is when is it a kid when is it viable and i just looked up pregnancy tests okay that's where i decided to start right? and there are two types of pregnancy tests one is a urine sample the other is a blood sample 
Yeah. Both, both pregnancy tests detect the presence of, and I'm going to butcher this word because it's a medical term, human chorionic gonadotropin. Do you know what that is? Um, I will say that no, I don't. Okay, well, this hormone is produced by the placenta shortly after the embryo attaches to the uterine lining and builds up rapidly in your body in the first few days of pregnancy. So in, in my simple mind, now you correct me if I'm wrong, what is this test testing for? Okay. It's testing for the presence of a human. I, I could accept that. If, you're, if a female's body produces this chemical or this hormone, and then it attaches and does A, B, C, D, all the way through when you have the baby, then to me, it's looking for the presence of a little human on day one. Okay, Dave. I could accept that. Okay, I just, I'm just trying to, trying to wade through the weeds and figure this thing out. Okay, so let's just go over, not over, but so the I will say that the vast majority of people in the United States support abortion up to at least the first trimester, which is 13 weeks. Whether or not you're like, this is a human, this is not a human, this is a life, this is not a life, all of that does not matter. Like, as far as in the United States, the vast majority of people say 13 weeks, any reason, any time, up to, don't care, you can have an abortion. So let's just say that that's the cutoff in the vast majority of people's minds. Let, uh, let's not do science. Let's not do religion. Let's just say people's minds is 13 weeks. And I will accept that for this argument's sake. With that, you have one side. And then you have people who say all the time, anytime, all the time, doesn't matter. I just think 40 weeks. Baby hasn't been born yet. Doesn't matter done and then on i know i just said up to 13 weeks but you have people who say never not can't happen whatever zero weeks well technically we'll call it six weeks six weeks so you have six weeks and you have all the time anytime all the time and that becomes the two extreme arguments in this situation i feel personally one way but you have the vast majority of people who say up to 13 weeks regardless of the reason why is it that we somehow end up in the argument that it is six weeks or all the time anytime if the vast majority of the people inside the united states say 13 weeks uh it's confusing like, it's a very confusing thing for me yeah, we're throwing around all these numbers and all this time and all this everything. And it's like if if the vast majority of the people really do think, and I accept it as far as they do think, 13 weeks, why is our argument all the time, anytime, all the time, and 
Never. So sales pitches from one side or the other, I guess. I don't know. There you go. Like, really, sales pitches and political. It is political sales pitches. So which would tell you that we'll just pick Atlanta or Georgia as as an example. We'll tie that into Roe v. Wade. What did I say rates were up? 84%? Yeah. So then by that, the number of abortions in Georgia, I would say, are going to go up dramatically in the next 13 weeks. I mean, that would be logical. Uh, That would be a logical thing because I know that there's people that are probably on the more religious side that would say, no, I don't want to have one unless it's a medical issue, but then introduce a rape into the narrative and then they would probably change their mind. And right. And if you look at the numbers, if you look at the actuality of the situation, we do not, we society, we do not support people who need support. So why would they continue to have a baby if we don't support them? Right. And again, it's the long story long is we should be working to support people. Right. And And if this was one of those avenues that would have never been politicized like this, we wouldn't even be here. Right. We wouldn't. So you know who else was harmed in a situation? Who would that be? The people of New Zealand and the people of um, Australia. How are they harmed? Well, they were harmed by COVID. How are they and, harmed by COVID? And I'm I mean, COVID, COVID we are all locked down and everything was great. And, and therein lies the problem was the lockdowns. So now Australia and New Zealand's having an issue because it's winter there. And the Omicron is doing its thing. So there's a high percentage of people, even though they've been vaccinated, that have the Omicron BA5. Flu, influenza is at a five-year high right now. The regular flu? The regular flu because of the fact that people were separated and the flu didn't have the opportunity to rifle through people so they could build their immunities up for the season. Okay, so so it just decided, like, not it decided, but it went higher than normal? Yes, five-year high. There's extra thousands of people that are sick with the regular influenza. This has been a podcast produced and edited by the Dirt Sailor Duo. Mark and Shannon are a father-daughter team who both served in the United States Navy. This production is protected by copyright laws. Until next time, anchors away.